Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, a.k.a. Red Sox Dugout, alongside Alex Jefferson and Garrett Jacobs-Meyer in person once again. What's good, boys? Hi, everyone. Oh, I already hit the mic on my face. <laughs> this is such a horrible story. It's okay. Um, <laughs> as of a few minutes ago, we were no longer in first place because the Rays are insane at baseball and decided to score seven runs in the 11th? Correct. Yeah. And win their 11th straight game. Yeah, shout out Blue Jays for blowing that one. Um, so we're not in first place. Um, <laughs> for probably the first time since first time since the opening weekend. Yeah, Alex popping off the facts. The Alex has got the facts. stats, dude. I, I got I got the br- I, I'm I got it all up here. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, so I don't love that for us, but at the same time, I don't really care because it's going to be a very competitive division. This division, the AL East, is insane. Like if you're looking at Major League Baseball. Some of the best teams in baseball are all in our division. You got the Red Sox, best in the league. Well, I guess the Rays are now the best in the league. But the Rays, Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays, you have four playoff teams four team, in one division. Four teams with positive plus minus in the division. No other division has more than th- two or three, I think. I think potentially the NL West might have three, but I know for a fact that we have four and no other division has four. A lot of teams with a lot of potential that is correct. so far also. The Blue Jays, for especially. Yeah, a lot wise. of young teams in our division, too. Young like, teams, but even injured guys coming back from injury. The Yankees are one of those teams that are on. They seem to be on the up and up with well, that. Well, I mean, and you also have to think about it. We're getting Christian Arroyo back. That's um, the other thing. So we're on the and, same way. And Chris Sale eventually, hopefully by the middle of the summer. He says he feels like a pitcher again, which is good. Yeah, so it's good he's for a pitcher. pitcher to say. Yeah, yeah, that's good. yeah impressive. <laughs> All right. So got, got that out of the way. <laughs> step one. Yeah, I mean, but like, you know, we were, we've been rattled by injuries. Um, Verdugo's had a couple like weird like leaving games for hamstring tightness and stuff like that. He has a hamstring injury, and then Alex Cora pinch runs him. Like we need a pinch runner. He puts Alex or no, he pinch hits Alex Verdugo, and then he gets on the bases and doesn't pinch run for him, and has the guy without a hamstring running around the bases. Cora, in my mind, is a weird pinch runner. Co- he makes manager. some weird moves in general, but yeah, pinch runner, especially in history of Alex Cora, I can think of a. Couple I would have pinch run a pitcher there. That were strange. You would have been, yeah, yeah. They said that on the radio. I'm He's like, done yeah, that before too. Of course, we've seen that. So, yeah, doable. Yeah, his um his game management skills are definitely like, I'm getting very much similar vibes from 2018 where he kind of started off shaky. Um, not shaky, just different. No, but I like think. he definitely like I remember in 2018 there were a lot of moves that were questionable towards the beginning of the year. He figured it out by the midseason mark. So I think, you know, we just have to have faith in him that he'll he'll figure it out. He seems to have a lot of confidence in certain guys in the bullpen that I wouldn't necessarily have confidence in, but, you know, I, I trust Alex Cora's judgment. Well, in a similar yeah. vein, you look at, I mean, Alex Cora and the guys we sent up, guys we brought up yeah. recently, that's a big move. Yeah, I mean, he's done a, I mean, not that we've had significant injuries, but he's done a good job, he did a good job managing the Kike and the um, Arroyo injuries, and he's done a good job managing the rotation with, um, Erod coming back from injury at the beginning of the year and um, guys getting on the COVID list and stuff like that. So He's done a good job um, managing days off, too. Like A lot of people are complaining about how yesterday he sat J.D. and Bogarts against the Phillies' best pitcher in the finale, but that's such a short-term mindset. The long-term mindset, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You want J.D. and Bogarts, your two big stars, to be as fresh as possible for the whole 162-game season. So when you have an opportunity to give them back-to-back days off like that, you got to take it, and that's what Cora did. I used to be in the boat where, like, they have a day off tomorrow. Why do you need to give them a day off today? Like, let them play. But I didn't realize how two days can 
make a huge difference in rest than compared to one day. I mean, tying into that too is the whole thing of. I just think the rest days have been great. The marathon, not a sprint thing, has been great. But in baseball, especially, you got to beat the crappy teams. And with the season so long, you have to stay consistent enough to beat up on the crappy teams and keep yourself afloat. And the Red Sox, I think, has been amazingly consistent in my mind, um, just in terms of their play. Like, I don't think they've had big highs, big lows, unlike other teams, like the Yankees, who have. Yeah. Um, that's just me though that's yeah. kind of the feeling i get and with stuff moves like that you're definitely planning for the future you're definitely planning for the marathon type yeah, mindset right the other thing is is that you have to keep in mind that they were coming they had to come back from pennsylvania yesterday to get back to boston so yeah they have the they have two days off but they're spending the majority of one of those days traveling to get to and from philadelphia to boston and you know sometimes you need a little bit of a excuse me sometimes you need a little bit of a some time to like readjusting it back into like being at home um like obviously like you you can't just come home and be like oh i'm ready to go <laughs> like you, you need to like rest up and ease into being ready to play again figure out your uc joint and your elbow to see if you busted or anything not like an that. elbow it's the ac joint AC in my joint shoulder, shoulder. You, can, can you stop making fun of me for my that bad, my bad my bad <laughs> JD's got video video to watch too. Yeah, he does. So he's got to, he's got to study up for <laughs> the Braves. Yeah, he does yeah. have homework. Yeah, notes. Um, um, I will say Bogarts is continuing to be by far the best player ever. Uh, like, <laughs> period. End ever. of sentence. Yeah, yeah. Book it. He he is dominating like everywhere. I have there are so many defensive plays because everybody's always like, oh, Bogarts defense sucks. I watched him make throws this past week that I was like. Good. Oh my God. <laughs> Good. I was Good. like, Gold Glove, give him, give it to him right now. People say yeah. he's bad. I've watched him make good throws. I say he's good. I yeah. agree. Mm -hmm. um, he's mm -hmm. also mashing still. Uh, so is and, De so is Devers. And he's a leader on the team. Um, he's like the captain. Now. When Michael Chavis made that error at second base, that um, oh my God. And then you see Bogarts <laughs> in the background like throw his arms up and get like very visibly mad at Chavis. I love that. That's what a captain does. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you gotta you have to hold your teammates accountable. Yeah, I I would have loved to hear the conversation that Bogarts had with Chavis in the dugout. I bet I can give you. I bet, I bet it, he like just roasted him. He's like, "You're barely even on this team. Like, you didn't even make the major league roster. You're only here because our other guys got injured. You can't even make it. You can't even catch that." I bet he walked up to Cora and was like, "Cora, why is he playing second base? Put Marwin in. Yeah, Come Alex, on, Alex. Why is this guy here? Put Marwin in." <laughs> Something in, in sports like that vein is the language barrier that I think would be very curious. Like, imagine trying to <laughs> chew out someone, but they don't understand a word you say, so you're just kind of like He's just like at screaming them. at him in I like mean, the a message Ruben? is clear. The message is clear, yeah. What's the Aruban, Aruba language? They all speak. Isn't it like... Know, it's all Spanish, isn't it? I have well, no Bogarts also speaks like seven different languages. Yeah, he does. So he can like mix it up while he's talking to Chavis. Yeah. Mm. Well, Chavis, I always wonder like... A like, little bit of like Norwegian, a little bit of whatever... I mean, baseball's a sport. You got a lot of people, even with translators, like yeah. pictures of translators on the mound. Hero. What do you do? What do you Sawamura. do then? You just scream at them? They can't hear you? Salamora's got a translator. A little side point, but I thought it was kind of funny. Chavis knew he messed up, though. Like, yeah. the look on his face, I've definitely been there. I... <laughs> big yeah. time. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's tough when you make an error like that. Um, but he made up for it because he ended up sky st uh, ah, scoring the tying run. The series we're talking about, by the way, is that Blue, J Blue Jays series, which I want to talk about. We ended up taking two out of three from the Blue Jays, which is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after we lost the first one. Yeah. Um, Gar I Garrett Richards pits well in that series. He had a good game. 
Garrett Richards is their best pitcher, and it's hilarious how that worked out. But I'll take it because that's what we need from him. Yep. And that's what we wanted when we signed him. He was our biggest free agent signing, and now he's actually like pitching to that level. I don't want to jinx it, though, because... Yeah. Find wood. Find wood. Duck on it. I, uh, he's still a clown. He, he, once a clown, fact, always a clown. The fact that he showed up to the start of the season with that mustache just makes him a clown. Jason, your clown True. list has been pretty hectic and chaotic lately, I have to say. Well, Austin Bryce is now gone, so he's technically off of it. Erod almost got added to it. He was close. I but can't wait to talk about Erod. I have a yeah, lot of Yeah, we'll stuff get to, to that. Say. We have a lot on that. But um, the Blue Jays series took two out of three, lost the first game, and then you get all the commenters being like, they're playing a real team and they can't win. This team just, this one guy, Chris or whatever, <laughs> he always comments like, this whole time Freaking I knew they were Chris. a fraud. They only got hot once, and they're really a, a subpar MLB team. Like they they can't hang with the good teams. Red Sox and dugout then, will take none of this slander. <laughs> we will take none yeah, of this slander. No, and because he's trying to argue, like if you take out the the nine game win streak, they're actually not good. If you take out the games we won, yeah, we have more losses. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, if you take out, and then for the last game where JD saved us, he's like, well, if we didn't have JD, we wouldn't have won that. Well, that's why we have JD. That's the whole point. But so we lose the first game. We win the next game. Um, we lost the first game horribly, by the yep. way. Yeah. Who that pitched was, that game? Let's see. Was that um, Erod? That was Erod, wasn't it? I that was feel Erod. Good. Feel good at all about that one. I did not feel good. I was nervous. I didn't feel good after. I didn't feel good during. <laughs> yeah, we lost that one eight to nothing, and we gave up eighteen hits. Yeah, that's ugly. That's Yikes. really ugly. That's impressively ugly. Um, Who's who pitched that game? Give me it. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. He gave up started. eleven hits and five runs, and then Matt Andrees gave up another seven hits and three runs. Seven hits. Isn't Matt Andrees. In Matt Andrees is becoming a clown. Like high key. Oh, he's on the list. He's no, he's I know, there. but is like, he, is he on the list? Oh yeah, he, he, big time. He is not Good. doing a lot of things. To he started off the year so well, but he just, he just. Every single pitch, I feel like he has no idea where it's going. It's like Darwinson, <laughs> but his stuff's not electric. Yeah. Like Darwinson's. So, like... It's like a good pitcher, but his stuff doesn't do the things the good pitchers do. You no, know? he's not. He's just not a good pitcher. He just wow. throws bad pitches. Slop. Just all <laughs> slop. Um, Mediocre so cheese. We get obliterated in that game. That was a rough one. But it's fine because we're playing in a spring training park, so it didn't count. <laughs> and then uh, game two of the series, our savior Garrett Richards comes in, shuts down the Blue Jays, goes six and two-thirds, allowing just two runs. Um, and then the offense actually comes alive in that game to score seven on 13 hits. So that was a good bounce-back game. Then arguably one of the biggest games of the season, the finale against the Blue Jays, which was going to decide whether we won the series or lost the series, we were losing that game. Well, no, we were winning for a while, and then we oh, yeah, yeah. fell behind. So we were winning up until the fifth inning when uh, Sawamora gave up two runs. No, it, it wasn't Sawamora. Well, they were unearned. I don't know. I don't remember the game. I'm horrible at remembering baseball games. Alex does. Alex remembers Alex it. has got the stats. Alex uh, has got it. He's going to pull it up. Let me, let me pull up, up my, my, uh, my MLB app. <laughs> While you do that, uh, it is ridiculous how we are a professional baseball team and we have to play a regular season game in a spring training park that has like this magical jet stream where the Toronto hitters just know if you hit it to this field, it'll get out. And so, seriously, the jet stream, you that's mean all jet I heard stream, about. Like a, an air jet stream? Yeah. It's just like, it goes... Like the thing that makes planes move faster across the U.S.? Yeah, but like within the ballpark. That's wild. That's all I heard talked about in that series. Ellis Burks was always like, it's that jet stream. It goes out there, the ball just flies. It's like... What? And... and <laughs> yeah, so... 
in that game, uh, Darwinson came in and gave up three hits, and I think he gave up a run, and then um, yeah, and then no, Hernandez, Darwinson came in and started you know throwing the ball around, <laughs> gave up a I think the other run that was charged to uh, Sawamura. What game are you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and then um, Philip Valdez, all 120 pounds of him came in and actually didn't give up any runs, which was surprising because he's good in non high leverage situations. Yeah. Um, and then he's a strange Maddie backpack athlete. slammed he's the door. Strange looking athlete, Valdez. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that game was just. Whoa, whoa, whoa. there's a lot more to it because we were still <laughs> losing. <laughs> yeah, no, we were losing. and We then... were down to our last out, to our last strike, and JD Martinez comes up, puts one into the jet stream, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it goes out, and we win that game, and that was. Very weird looking home run. Yeah, maybe this jet stream is a thing. Because it's I was a stupid about park. That. It is a thing. I was thinking about that. That home run did that ball did not look off the bat like it should have gone out. We could hit a home run there if we get in the jet stream. It looked like a like a deep liner, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I don't thought know it was how it be works. Like a sinking line drive. I don't so know if I. like the Blue Jays have like an industrial fan up there that just shoots it out there. But no, I've noticed that too. Like every single Vladimir Guerrero Jr. home run goes over that wall. That's why we lost so badly in the first game because the Blue Jays knew how to take advantage of that. Because so, uh, I'm going to make a hot take. I don't think the Blue Jays were aiming the balls into the jet stream <laughs> to then take advantage they were. of the home. They were no, they were. <laughs> what do you because, mean? Because because no, work? listen. Because Garrett Richards noticed they were doing that. They had that approach to hit it opposite field to get into the jet stream. Garrett Richards noticed that they were doing that in Erod's start. And then so he adjusted in his start and was able to shut them or down. Or Richard's just better than Because he pitched more inside. The, the other thing I'd also like to, true. The other thing I'd like <laughs> to talk about from that 8-7 win where JD walked it off is Big Bob had another dinger. Um, He's been on fire. He has been on fire, and I am so happy that he is absolutely crushing the ball. You know it's because of the double champ. Oh, yeah. It's all the hair. Yeah, it's just because of his hair. Um, Let's see. In his last... Uh, never mind. We don't need to talk about that. He's kind of struggling again, but it's fine. No, he's good. He was good. He's still. He's good. He's fine. He's he's been good when we need him to be good. Like when, yeah. when the rest of the when like Bogarts or Devers isn't necessarily having a great game, he's managed to step up, which I think is kind of how the entire lineup has been this season. You've had different guys stepping up every game. Renfro's had a couple big games. Which is what makes a a good team. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say championship caliber, but we're not gonna go there. We don't need to say that. Uh, and then we got the Philly series. Philly series come out eleven to three. See you later against um, Aaron Nola, yeah. their best pitcher. Well, second best pitcher, debatable best pitcher. It's like a battle between him and Zach Wheeler. But well, Aaron Nola has a three nine four year range. Yeah, but Wheeler's like historically, Nola's been he's the like best. yeah, he's like their name brand name brand. I'm scared ace? of that guy, and I watch him on TV. I don't even face him. Yeah, Zach Wheeler's a scary dude. Zach Wheeler is good. Um, so. First game in the series, Martin Perez, who is actually like really good now. Um, <laughs> no, it's surprise. He, he, the, <laughs> he's really he was, good now. He was never that bad. He just got no run support in his like his. Yeah, that's true. Starts. That's true. And now he's been getting run support. And we get him eleven winning. runs there. So yeah, and he, he gets the win. Yeah, that was a huge game. Verdugo got hurt in that, but he went three for three before that. Danny Santana, you get the Sant Man up. Two yeah. games, two homers. Santa. Santa Claus. Love that dude. He's got his feet, freshest feet in the league. You won't find fresher feet. They're literally It's baby like a feet. newborn baby. Literally baby feet. What? Where is this from? What? He lost his feet. That's why he wasn't with us. He had to grow them back like a starfish. Yeah. I'm with you now. Yeah. And so now that he's got the new feet, he's <laughs> okay, great. That would make sense. Two homers right, in two right. games. Didn't get one in the third game, unfortunately. But it's fine Horrible. because 
He still has a, a thousand OPS. Um, <laughs> we'll take that. That's kind of yeah, good. We'll take that. A little bit. Second game, squeak out a four to three win. Um, Evaldi was actually good in that, and we beat up on the uh, the rookie Howard. Matty Backpacks gets the save because he is great, but not that great. Not, not that not, great. Well, yeah, came back to earth a little bit. Yeah, don't want to don't want to get too excited about him. Uh, last game in the series, we yeah. I yeah, mean they yeah. they put out a punt lineup, and you got. Well, the one thing, the one good thing that happened in yesterday's game <laughs> I mean, is Franchi Cordero had the hardest hit ball in Red Sox Statcast era history. It's because Franchi knows he has a sixth sense, and it's it's uh, it's the I'm gonna get sent down sense. It's the I'm gonna get booted. I'm gonna I'm gonna get tossed sense. I would argue that it was solely an accident. <laughs> yeah, maybe there is I no way he meant to hit that ball. No, I think I think natural causes don't explain it. You can't hit a ball 474 feet on purpose. I think he's just built different, and he knows when he's on in the doghouse, and he knows when it just has to happen, and he just has this little tingle in the back of his ear that just tells him ding a ling a ling your, your booty's what? your booty's about to either get sent to somewhere else or down to the minor leagues. Well, I is that why he's batting 179? I think, I think he just has this sense and only hits the ball exactly at the exact correct moment. Joey, uh, it's just perfect. Joey moment. did predict. I'll give him credit for this. He did say that Franchi's first home run was going to be an absolute nuke, and he was correct. It was. It only took him like 50 games, but it was an absolute <laughs> yeah, nuke. It's a mid-May. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. That being said, I'd like to talk about Eduardo Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, he got the loss in that game. His third straight loss. So we, lo- we lost two games this past week, and they were both games that he started. Um, to elaborate on that, yesterday in the first inning, he gave up four runs. He threw 11 straight fastballs. The 11th one was a three-run home run. He then threw three change-ups and got out of the inning. Why is he throwing 11 straight fastballs? Um, just out of curiosity, what do they typically throw you in batting practice? Fastballs. Do they mix up the pitches at all? No. So you would get 11 straight fastballs in batting practice? Correct. Sounds like a great game plan for a game. <laughs> Um, I'm going to not only place blame on my, on my boy Eduardo, but I'm also going to place blame on the catcher Christian Vasquez because do yeah. better. Yeah, the coaches. Uh, yeah. the pitching coaches do better. Well, I'm fine with the pitching coach because Dave Bush is a god. Yeah, he that just was like ugly, Garrett though. Richards. You're bad right now. Don't be. And then he was just great. So I just like you, well, because like I feel like when you I feel like uh pitchers usually come in with like a set idea of what they're going to throw in the first few innings. Yeah. And like a game plan. Of course. That is not a good game plan. Yeah. No, it's not. League level. That's like like little league stuff like when well, you Well, I wonder what happened. Own- something must have happened. He must well, have felt something. I think what we understood Alex and I were talking before the episode. We were talking about Erod's pitch usages, pitch usage, and we were uh, we found out that he's throwing his fastball almost 10% less this year than he had last year and the year before that. He's only throwing his fastball 45% of the time. Well, that um, explains it then. That's probably well, what it so was. So his game plan was probably go out there and yeah. throw your fastball more because yeah. you haven't been doing that. Maybe but don't throw it 11, 11 straight, straight times. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a bad game plan in terms of throwing your fastball more. Um, no, but, I mean, you, you're facing a team that has some pretty good fastball hitters. The Phillies are not – like, their lineup's no slouch. They have a pretty good lineup. Yeah, I mean, Erod's velocity is down too. He's averaging around ninety-two. Yeah, which is, which is really like it's bottom the lowest like in his career. Yeah, bottom ten percent in the MLB. Bottom in the league. Yeah, I think it's. I remember hearing on the radio is seventeenth percentile or something like well, that. Well, let, let's. You can't be who we need Erod to be with a ninety-two mile per hour fastball. 
right? Like, is that a reality we're just going to have to accept? Well, I mean, you know he's not going to be a um, velocity guy. That's not really who he is. No, he's a stuff guy, but... He's a mix-your-pitches-right guy, and he just hasn't been doing that. His pitch mix has been off. Bro, he's admitted that guy throw over 92. I'm the control of his button. pitches <laughs> and how he's been mixing them has been a problem. Core has admitted that, too. And, I mean, this game... He gave up four runs in the first, and then after that he didn't give up any, but he only lasted, I think, another three innings, something like that. Cora said that the innings after that first inning looked a lot better, the best in the year for him, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of encouraging. But at the same time, Erod has the highest ERA in our rotation, and he's supposed to be our ace. He has a 8.59 ERA with two outs in the inning, which I found very interesting. He just doesn't have the ability to finish it off. What's his, what's his walk stuff look like? How often is he walking walks, people? Okay, his walks the first month were fantastic. He had yeah. two walks in the month of April. I knew that, but what recently? But he has, he's had nine so far in May uh, and like three starts. That's another thing, too. Uh, five starts. Five but starts. But that's okay. another so thing, too. like two walks a game. See, that's always been my biggest problem with Erod. Has walks. Been the, high, the walks and the high. Not the walks necessarily, but the high, high pitch, pitch count. count. Yeah. His pitch and my count thought is but, when I, but when I see a lot of fastballs, I immediately think, get the ball over the plate. I worry about control. Yeah. That's why I'm curious about the walk thing. Well, you, you get know? a high pitch count like that when you pitch like Erod does. You pick around the corners and you Erod nibbles. Pitches. That's his thing. It kind of ticks me off. I've always kind of been a hater of him, but I understand. That's, that's what that's makes a, him effective. I under, it does, and I understand that's a bias of mine. But honestly, you probably shouldn't stray away from it at this point. I don't know what it is. Then the other thing that I've noticed looking at some of his um, just like pitch, pitch placements, um, he has really been avoid, avoiding the low fastball almost entirely, which has been a staple of the game for forever and especially with you know the balls that are like they're less juiced now like they're not going to travel as far if someone like golf swings it out like it's not going to happen so i mean that's going to up his ground ball numbers and because he's putting so many guys on base you'd think that would in turn raise his double play rate i i just feel like he's really been trying to seek the high fastball and that's good if you have blow your guy at like blow him away stuff like a ninety two mile per hour high fastball. That's exactly. That's poor. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's poor. That's like if you're in the major leagues, you 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 know how to hit a high ninety two. Don't you get ninety out of a batting cage, or am I crazy? I don't know. Something Make like sure. that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but it's but in conclusion, yeah, that's needs, not that's not. He needs to use the whole zone instead of just the top part or just the edges he needs to work on you know mixing his pitches up well, using his car- his change up because it's his best pitch yeah so his pitch usage he's been using his change up 26 percent percent of the time which is a little bit higher than he normally does but that's okay because that's his best that's pitch yeah the problem for me alex core pinpointed his cutter as the main problem he's throwing his cutter 20 percent of the time and i don't know the exact stat but i remember hearing on the radio that opponents are hitting like 400 something off his cutter which is uh, not great, and he's throwing it a decent amount of <laughs> the lot, time. All the time. So maybe do that less so, um, or figure out how do, to throw that. Remember how Garrett Richards – what was that pitch that Garrett Richards was throwing that he just stopped pitching? Wasn't he throwing a pitch that was getting eaten alive? Like, I mean, all of them were. Well, but then he like <laughs> he reset his mechanics, and I think he dropped a pitch from like – Yeah, that sounds right. I don't remember what it was, though. But, but I, yeah. I don't understand – like. Eraj could consider dropping the cutter, maybe down to like. Well, the problem is, then what does he have? Just a fastball and a changeup, because his slider he only throws eight percent of the time, and his slider isn't and even when that much different. When you're than just his a fastball, is like that. Yeah, true. You you if you want to be a two two pitch pitcher, you need to have electric. He's like stuff. Stephen Wright, like 
throwing his fastball. I feel yeah. like I don't know. Yeah, he needs that cutter. He needs it to be effective. But right now, Alex Cora said it's just kind of like a, a hanging slider. That's all well, it is it right worries now. Me, you have nibbling pitcher who it's not just like th- there's almost a way where I, I can think you know. The, them and the catcher couldn't figure out the lineup. They threw a horrible game. Their game plan was bad. The pitches, the selection was bad. They played every hitter wrong. Like that's a thing. And I think about that. And it's like, oh, maybe that's it. You know, he's he relies so much on this movement that when some stuff is off mechanically a little bit, you get trendy. You get up and down. But then I always I also think like, crap, that fastball is lower than it has been in a while. And it, it makes me think it's not just the nibbly pitcher has to figure out opponents' lineups better. It makes me think this guy's got something funky. Well, he's never been a crazy velocity guy. He was like he never has. You're right. I, and like I shouldn't a, put I shouldn't no, expect. But him he to was be. like a 93 and a half guy. In yeah, like he was 90. You could get consistently 94. He I, was yeah. 94. It was definitely higher. Right around 94. Yeah. Um. Like a normal pitcher. But um. Like you said, Garrett, with the whole game planning thing, like that, I can understand like one or two games where that goes awry. But the fact that it's been happening so consistently in the month of May, pretty much every game, it feels like he's just getting rocked. So you'd have to wonder at this point, is he healthy? Because when you and another little little thing you add on to that whole thing is you know this guy has so many injury problems in the past so that's obviously with Erod always we spent this whole offseason talking about if you know that was always healthy healthy we didn't even know if he was going to play the game of baseball again because he had the the myocarditis yeah yeah. and then he had the dead arm coming to the season he had the late start so you put those together is he even ready to go right now I mean the thing that gets me though is like it's not like he was bad right out of the gate. Right no, out of the gate in great. April, he was great. He was had a 3.52 ERA with 26 strikeouts and two walks. Held opponents to a 2.09 average in and April. That and that makes in me May, think towards injury and, too. But, but the other thing is that ERA was higher than it should have been because he was getting unlucky. Right. Like, so he was he even better than the too. stats yeah, show. Yeah, he was better yeah, yeah. than what like the basic ERA stat was showing. And then in May he comes out 6.48 ERA, 28 strikeouts and nine walks compared to the two last month. And this month isn't even over yet. So. That's that's concerning. That's I don't really know. <laughs> that's that's what gets me though, is because if he is hurt, if he's not healthy, then I can understand him being bad right from the start. But the thing is, he was good from the start and has been getting progressively worse. Yeah, but he also had, you know, from the start, it's months off. It's months of this is my routine. This is, I recovered this yeah. way. My I... thought is injury with Erod. It's always injury, and I. That's my. It's always with Erod. That's my bias. I understand. I'm sorry, and everyone listening, that is truly. I understand it. But that's what I think with him always. I, just, I'm I don't in, know. I'm inclined. I know Hauk is injured right now. Um, yeah, and then what do you do about that? Yeah, like, the other the thing. other thing is like, what, <laughs> yeah. if, he is if, if he is injured, injured what, what the heck the do you do? Yeah, is another fun because question. yeah, like I said, Hauk's injured. Um, I don't really know that we have anybody else in AAA or AA that I would want to call up. Um, and I definitely don't want to go back to bullpen games. <laughs> I don't think we're at that point. We're I not think, at that point. Definitely. No, I no. I'm not. just saying, like, worst case scenario, if he is injured, like, what do we do? But that's that's the thing. I, it's totally worth thinking about it because I think we could get there soon. I always worry about injury with this guy. Even though I put it out there, I don't think injury is the problem because no, it's not a guarantee. He has I think it's issues. more. It's, it's a, a mechanics thing. thing. It's a mental thing. It's, it's a confidence theory. thing. It's GJ theory. But you have a know. you have a slow start to the season. And um, or like a delayed start to the season because of your injury. You come out kind of behind, and the first month he was just kind of trying to work back from the injury, and so maybe now it's kind of hurting his confidence that he's not where he wants to be. I don't know what it is, but I definitely think it's more of a mental thing and more of a game plan and pitch mix thing, um, especially because the 11 straight fastballs show that he's trying to do something different with his pitch, mi- pitch mix. So 
that tells me that it's more of a mental thing than a physical thing. So the other, so what I want um, out of Erod over this next, you know, until he starts again, I want him to go into the pitching coach, you know, like he did with the, um, like uh, Garrett Richards did. I want him to work on his mechanics. I mean, he doesn't look like he's comfortable on the mound. I think his buddy Evaldi is the exact same way, to be totally honest. I can't help I, thinking about it. I think they both look whack on the field. I could not disagree more. I, I think I just, Evaldi is <laughs> falling out right now. I think they both look very odd on that mound. I, it's, I don't know what it is. I can't pinpoint it. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, his shoulders aren't straight and his chin isn't up. Like some coaches I've had that stress like the body language thing. I just don't – I don't know what it is. It's, it's Some of it's after pitches, like maybe, you know, feeling down. But well, both of those guys. With Evaldi, he's still been good. That's the thing. It's like his, his fielding independent pitching has been phenomenal. Like, if you take away the horrible defense and horrible run support he's gotten, he's been fantastic this year. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, I'm not, like, concerned about him. I, And honestly, like, this is the most sure I felt about a rotation aside from Erod since we won the World Series. The backup guys are making me a lot more confident about this thing. Well, that's huge. Like, this would be a totally, <laughs> this yeah. would be a totally different story if Erod and Nivaldi were struggling, and then the back part of rotation was bad. Still sucks. Can you could There's, you imagine if like this yeah. was the Erod we got in 2019 when we were bad, yeah. and he was like the only good pitcher we had? That would be concerning. But the other thing is, is not only do we have um, Garrett Richards, who is our best pitcher, Evaldi's been good, Martin Perez is somehow good and nick pavetta the goat um we do have chris sale coming back our bull chris sale coming back is going to throw a whole wrinkle in the season it's going to be very weird our whole in a bull- good way our- i do not yeah in a good way i just don't i don't know how to i don't know how it's going to shake out this could jumpstart a rotation no i agree and i th- i mean the other thing is, is our bullpen has been a lot better as of late <sighs> i would i would say they have been matt barnes letting us down i once mean was rough. matt barnes has let us down once i'm fine with matt barnes okay but like, never mind you're right i was gonna like, say matt barnes letting us once. down was depressing and then <laughs> alex completely flipped my opinion flipped my opinion there <laughs> matt barnes letting us down once is great but, uh, the bullpen's been all right, but who who would you trust in an eighth inning? Yeah, that's in an eighth inning been better. Where you would you up. trust him in an eighth inning? Not really. Exactly. Uh, not Sawamura. Nope. Maybe Darwinson. Nope. Darwinson over more other most other guys. Darwinson's um, probably who I would go to, but you never know. He could either have three straight strikeouts to shut down the inning, or three straight walks and then give up a three run double. What kind of eighth inning guys did we have when we won the World Series? It was Barnes. Uh, Joe Kelly, who was insane. Joe Kelly. Right. Matt Barnes was an eighth inning guy because Craig Kimbrell was our closer. Matt Barnes. And then throw in those random guys like Workman and a couple other Yeah, guys. and uh, Workman. And, so. um, what's his name? He was good for one year. Ryan Brazier was Ryan good. Brazier. Brazier. Brazier was Brazier. great then. He's right. going to start rehabbing soon, so that might be a good thing why for is, us. Or why he is could the be Workman bad? not up? Like, what the heck is going on? I don't on really with that? know. I, that's a weird thing to me. Yeah, I, that is strange. I. I understand he on was that bad is odd last because we year, have been like, missing that spot for a couple of years, two years. I guess year they just don't want to rush into it. They want to make sure that he kind of gets his uh, gets his bearing down there in AAA. So because he was pretty horrible until he was we bad. signed him back. Oh yeah, so. he was bad. Do we? Um, <laughs> yeah. so you know how you were talking about the jet stream at a uh, like the, the Blue Jays? Yes, part? the magical jet stream. Right. I this think... jet stream thing is still blowing my mind, you guys. So you think just the stadium just somehow it's wind, it's air, it's air, it's, it's science designed just happens to be <laughs> that way. Dude, I don't know it's Florida, man. I I don't know. No, I believe you. I just. I mean, think about the other two parks in Florida. You have the garbage can, Tropicana Field. That's a that's dome. Bad. That's bad. <laughs> and then Marlins Park is also field. has a roof. Neither of them have wind. So maybe just Florida just has these crazy wind, wind gusts. Fl- that well, just... and you know, hurricane season. Yeah, you got gators. hurricanes out there. 
They got alligators. The that's sea alligators. That's, un- that's sea totally <laughs> not related to anything, but they do have alligators. I mean, and again, it's a spring training park, so it's probably poorly designed and not meant to be played by Major League <laughs> Baseball <laughs> players for a regular season game. That's so, funny. yeah. So if we can get them out of Florida, that'd be cool. But um, they came and win down there. They just got blown out by the Rays. So, so I think, you know, we had a good. I think last week was a good week. In um, conclusion. It's okay. We we had a seven and three last three ten games. Yeah. So. In conclusion, we're talking about the negatives. We take two out of three from the Blue do, Jays, which is great. We take two, two out of three, three from, from the, the Phillies, Phillies, which and, is great. And we would have gotten three out of three if we didn't have to face Wheeler. I will I'm never sure. not be fine with two out of three in a series. Exactly. And like you said, we faced one of the best pitchers in the game of baseball this season, Zach Wheeler, in the game three against the Phillies. I never expected to win that game. Like I mentioned exactly. before, it was a punt lineup where yeah. you had. Devers being the only good player in the lineup because you didn't have Verdugo, you didn't have Bogarts, you didn't have JD. JD. So your three biggest guys other than Devers weren't there. Devers was supposed to carry. He hit a homer, but it was too late. Vasquez was batting fourth in that game. It it just was not a game that we were meant to win, and so that's okay. Today we were... Um, Entering today we were in first in the division. Now yeah. we're what, technically half? Second. Half game back and we race. play tonight. We play tomorrow. We Today's play the, an off day. We have an off day today. We have a three-game series against the Braves two game, at home. Two game against two the Braves, yeah. And then and we the Celtics play tonight. Who cares about that? I don't care. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. uh, and Bruins. <laughs> Bruins won. Yeah, Shout Bruins, out Bruins. Bruins moving on. Hype. I was love. I loved watching the Bruins. Yeah, uh, go Bruins. Tom Wilson. Ha ha. He, he had his moments, but thank ha ha. Christ, we beat that. Guy. Ha ha. <laughs> You're bad. What was um. <laughs> What was uh, Jack Edwards' call? Like, have a good summer vacation, Alex Ovechkin, or something like that? Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch the end of the last game. As soon as it went up 3-1, I turned it off. Yeah, no, it was something like that. Uh, have a good summer vacation. That sounds um, good. He's had some good calls. I see why people I hate love Jack him. Edwards. I don't know. If I, you're not from okay. Boston, I would. if I wasn't from Boston, I would hate him so much. But I am from Boston, he's so okay. I love it. But some of the stuff that people point to is, like, really <clears throat> un- really bad. He's like, passionate. Kinda. Yeah, but a couple moments were rough by Jack True, Edwards. I don't want to just okay. dig on the guy, but, like, a couple what moments What was his call? Um, there, was, there was a player down the ice with an injury. He said something I didn't like. And then uh, there's a couple moments with Jack Edwards I wasn't a fan Something of. about, like, the Capitals were sleeping. And oh, then, he had a good one. Uh, and Craig Smith answered the wake, wake up call. Wake up the call. I like that one. I don't know what that means, but that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really make sense if you think about it, but yeah, on the surface, a, it's great. Oh, what a bad play by the Caps on that goal, yeah. by the way. Uh, Jesus, um, I was thinking about that for a while. So who do we want Who do we want to play, the Pens or the, the Islanders? I think we want the Islanders. I don't really care about season series record at all. I want the Pens. Nah, I don't think the Islanders. I don't. I don't think the Islanders. I don't know enough to pick one, but uh, Islanders sound easier to beat because Islanders are more like chill and relaxed. Um, Penguins Islanders seem kinda, aggressive. Kind of ate our lunch this season, to be fair. Yeah, they did. Well, but I'm not worried about season records. We'll, but we'll, but if, we'll no, feed them our dinner. Mean, they. All, you also have to keep in mind is the next series the Bruins play. TD Garden is going to be full capacity, which That's is thing, huge. which is wonderful. Um, yeah. and I don't know if anyone. Has any of the listeners have ever been to a full capacity TD Garden game? It's insane. <laughs> Playoff game. I should too. get to one. I totally. I I, I, I went to. I was looking up ticket costs. Uh, they're, oh, they're a little insane. pricey. A little yeah, like six hundred bucks. Yep. I went ticket. to a. Bruins I got a tax Canadian return, game. but that's going to California. Yeah. I went to a Bruins Canadians game uh, in twenty eighteen. See, that's beautiful. I wish I could. And wild, absolutely wild. I haven't been. Boston fans are Boston fans are so rowdy about the Bruins. And especially since uh, the team that shall not be named is so bad, um, yeah, they have they got to get excited about the bees. So, so aside from the Ra- Braves games we have this week, then we face the Marlins. Uh, nice. We, have we two, always like that. Yeah, we have a game. We have a series against the Marlins, but then we play the Astros. Astros um, that'll be a good series. 
And that's game one with the Yankees, right? And yeah. Then, then Yankees, then, then Yankees, Astros. Then Astros. Game one with the Yankees on the season. In June. Yeah. In June. It's so weird. That's Yeah, that's... A, that's a Again, thing. schedule makers. I don't know who they are, how they do it, but they're horrible at their jobs. I agree. Yeah, um, I would I mean. love to meet a schedule maker one day, just to get inside their mind and see... Well, the MLB schedule makes me annoyed. Just the way they do it. So we have like a partner in the yeah, NL, and ours is the Braves. Teams like the Yankees get to play the Mets and just beat up on these crappy Mets teams yeah, forever I, because so they're stupid. like they're paired and they do that subway, subway series. series. But our team we get is the Braves, who have been like they're okay. I mean, they're, now yeah. you don't want to face they're, the Braves. They're they have Ronald Acuna Jr. and Freddie Freeman, and other than that, I'm really not that scared of their lineup. I'll always get annoyed uh, with the Yankees being able to beat up. I mean, on the we were talking about Austin Riley before the episode. He's insane. True. You he got Ozzy Albies still. Is he good though? Ozzy Albies is. Yeah, I mean, he's not that great offensively. He's more. Yeah, he's a good defensive, defensive guy. Though. They have, guy. Do they still have Ozuna? Yeah, they signed him back, so there's some offense for you. But he's been struggling this season. Um, I mean, I'm I'm expecting us to beat up on the Marlins this week. Maybe split with the Braves. Here's my Braves take: they should have kept Josh Donaldson and then put Austin Riley in the outfield. But I, I agree with that take. Whatever. Um, I like the Braves. Braves are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, in other news, Austin Bryce was DFA'd. Thoughts? Very good. Thoughts. Yeah, I'm a little sad about it. I think he was wonderful for our podcast. He was yeah, a great good, talk great, to. Great, great guy interview. to talk to. Great cool guy. guy. Love him. Bad um, pitcher. Not the best at baseball, and that's okay. Not everybody can be good at it. Yeah. I mean, I mean look at us. Look at us. We're terrible. <laughs> By the way, we talked last episode about how Hunter Renfro is just stealing Mike Trout's powers. Mike Trout's currently in the IL, so Renfro just sucks so much energy out of him that he had to like take a take a week just to kind like of regenerate. I didn't see him play at all this past week. Renfro? Yeah. He didn't, really. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I just feel like I didn't see him play. He's just kind of... He's just kind of like... Yeah, Alex remembered <laughs> ha- that Erod had like nine walks in the past week, and he somehow doesn't remember Renfro. I remember playing. him playing in he the must day not, game. He must not have played. I remember playing in the day game because he looked exactly like Mike Trout. And even though I know they look alike, I still had to do a double take. It's Mike insane. Trout's a lot, a lot more rotund. Than Ro- rotund, <laughs> rotund. Are you suggesting that Mike Trout is shaped like old Christian Vasquez? One of the greatest athletes in the world. I'm just saying he's much. He's a little bit bigger than Renfro. Ah, uh, Renfro's pretty huge. Yeah, I know, but Mike Trout is Mike so Trout might jacked be taller. that he's just wide. I would say Renfro's wider. We uh, need to do like a wideness comparison. We need to because I don't believe you at all. That's all right. Well, because we we Renfro, I feel like Renfro's shorter. So if you're shorter and like big, then you're wider. <laughs> I just think Mike Trout is wide, like as a human. Well, he is wide. He has no body fat. I just think he's wide because he because he is. How could Renfro be more wide? Because I know shorter. Mike Trout's wide. Renfro's not that much shorter. I don't know if he even is shorter. I don't think he is. They might, they're probably the same height. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure Renfro's taller. Can we, can we like, look up? How do you... Hold on. Well, it's unfortunate they play outfield. Why is that unfortunate? Because there's cool play, pictures of, like, two okay. people standing on second base. But. Mike Trout is one inch taller. Oh, yeah. See? Renfro. Taller. Taller, I told you. Look how much wider. <laughs> it's probably way wider. How do wider. you measure wideness? Uh, look at him. I don't know. He's um. It won't tell me his weight. Why won't? Oh, there it is. You don't need his weight for his two thirty-five. Well, weight that, and what are you? Are how so else different. am I gonna measure wideness? People are built differently. Wideness wise. There's no stat for that. You can be the same. Yeah, that's why you look at a picture of them and tell them how wide you they just are. Eyeball it. Yeah. And uh, Renfro is who's this is, wider? This is two thirty. So Mike Trout is five pounds heavier than Renfro, but he's one inch taller. So See, that kind of but that's a sign towards wider, but it's not a guarantee of wider. Well, 
Let me look at it. What? The they need to get a picture. Hunter Renfro is, sta- is stealing my. They need to get powers. a picture together. Okay, we're moving. Well, why would on. they have a picture together? They're well, because they need to get one together. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying is they need great. to get one together. Like, you know those Judge Altuve pictures? Yeah, that's it what sucks. we need. We need Renfro to play second base one day. It's and like have how Trout get a double. Yeah, because we well, it's like when Brock Holt got a picture with Renfro. Matt Damon. I don't trust Renfro getting a double. I need Trout to get the double and the Renfro to be on second. Renfro is better than Mike Trout. What? Who got a picture with Matt Damon? Uh, Brock Holt because they look alike. That's my point. Is if you look like someone, you need to get a picture with them. My friend, that's Jake, a rule. My friend Jake Rose from eighth grade got a picture with. Um, oh, this is gonna be a horrible story. All right, well, Who I remember it? the name of it. It was some Celtics player, but I forget the name. Oh, this would have been so great if I remembered the name of him. Uh, it's rough. He was just some bench player years ago. My bad on that one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna agree with you that Mike Trout is wider. I, I know look, he's I wider. He's absolutely wider. It's not even a question. He's wider. Do we have any listener questions, Jason? I mean, I'm not totally done with the wideness thing yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're just not right, bro. He's just wider. It's okay. Well, you weren't right. You, you admitted so it. So is wideness only like an eyeball thing? Like you just like look at two people, that guy's wider. Okay. Well, so. Yeah, there's no at, objective. Well, no, you Look at me on, and yeah, then. Sure. Oh, shoulder width? Yeah. Shul- broad. Well, yeah. shoulder width is a tell of wideness, but definitely not the only thing. I would judge it so based like, off broadness of shoulders. Well, the hips are significant. How much they resemble a fridge? Yes. Well, fridges are wide, so obviously. Sure. So there you go. Right there. That's how you measure it. You well, compare yeah. them to a fridge. Well, fatter so fridge, like, skinnier fridge. Fr- so. At the same standard height of like, how long taller fridges? Like six. I don't know. Six two? Are I don't taller know. than a fridge? I don't really remember. To be totally honest, I don't know That's if I'm concerning. taller than a fridge. Fridges, like, like it I know it's not hard for me. It no, definitely I depends. I know it's not hard fridge. for me to see over my fridge, but I don't know if I'm on my tippy toes or not. To be totally honest, you have a small fridge. Why? Well, I don't live in wherever the heck you live, bro. I live in Nab. Fair enough. Um. Anyways, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Fenway Park. Fenway Park is wide. And if you want to go to Fenway Park, oh SeatGeek is the place for you because live sports it's are not back. Wide. No, no, it's not wide. The seats in the Fenway The seats Park. are not wide. Facts. But if you that would have been a better If you want to sit down in one, if you want to sit down in one, Jason. Live sports are back. Did you miss the bright lights, buzz of the crowd, and the thrill of seeing your favorite teams in person? Then SeatGeek is the place for you. SeatGeek is the best ticket provider out there for all sports, concerts, shows, and more. They make buying tickets easy by grading every ticket price so you know you're getting the best deal. And they provide a view from your seat so you can pick the perfect, not wide seats to any event. Plus, you can get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek by using the promo code DUGOUT. I would highly That's recommend... D-U-G-O-U-T dugout dugout excuse me i didn't mean to interrupt thank but you i would highly recommend a tour of ye old fenway park and i they would tell well. you they tell you that they w- they'll lose like 2000 or something crazy i made up a number but they lose a bunch of seats if they make the seats normal size basically that's why they're so skinny at fenway the uh, like the family section grandstand the seats that no one wants this leads me to something that i want to talk about on this podcast episode i saw this tiktok the other day um this kid just bounced to tiktok yep this is actually a good segue because she's talking about Fenway Park. Oh, yeah? So it's like this TikTok. I'll show it to you. The listeners, I'll you just describe it to you. It to list- oh, okay. It's got words. It's a very wordy thing. Does it read them out loud with the robot sound? N- no. It's Well, they should. That would have been a better... It's Here you go. So it's before you leave Boston, you need to catch a Red Sox game. And it's like... You need to make sure that you try Waffle House. Yeah, I've heard of that place. Do they, like, like, do they like have like... Is the stadium nice? No. Is the food fresh? No. No. Is there parking? No. no. Do, are the people nice? No. no. Are the socks even good? No. no. 
Will I feel safe there? No. No. And so basically, I saw this TikTok and instantly wanted a dislike button because it's stupid and wrong. What? <laughs> I love how you just got so offended by it. And I she, am offended by she, this TikTok. She looks like you, you know that that person isn't... She's a fraud, first of all. She's not a fraud. She doesn't like Red Sox games. She doesn't look like she would like Red Sox games. I don't want to stereotype, but for all the listeners, okay, she just like, didn't look like she was a Red Sox fan. She doesn't that's know okay. what she's talking about. So she's totally right about the parking. There's not parking. Oh, parking sucks. That's, yeah, that's hard. That's why you take also, the T in. Yeah, but the Fenway yeah. T-Stop is the Who worst T-Stop. Who cares about parking? The Fenway T-Stop's the worst T-Stop I use more than like once. The Fenway T-Stop sucks. It's crowded okay, and true. horrible. So that's not the point. To be real. Once you get into the park, <laughs> it's a great experience. Is the stadium nice? Well, the seats aren't yeah. wide. Most of it. <laughs> the seats aren't wide. It may be dirty. It's not that comfortable, but it's part of the experience. You know, because it's a little you musky go to, sometimes. It's be- no, it's part of the Fenway. <laughs> it's part of the charm, like, though. When the you walk, part when of you the walk charm. with all the people past when they have, like, the old logos down on the little bottom, yeah. it's a little musty in there. I'm not going to, if I'm going to be real Kind of like a, a garage musty. or like a basement. Yeah. It's very reminiscent of, you know, it walk down me, below it, the marathon. You know, if you have a marathon, yeah. you can't cross across it, so you go below in the T. It's like that. It's part of the experience. It gives me vibes of, like, Jason's garage. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. I get sure. very okay. similar vibes from Jason's Garage. But you know what? I love Jason's Garage. That's a feeling I love. I love mustiness with a lot of people. That's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> mustiness with lots yeah. of people is, like, my favorite um, thing. And that's why I love Fenway Park. And that's why I love mu- concerts. <laughs> and, okay, listen. You're saying that the people at Fenway aren't nice? They're nice if you... You just see the guy that served me 7-Eleven this morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, if, if you don't think the people at Fenway are nice... Fenway Park are nice. Then you're not a Red Sox yeah, fan. Yeah, then you're clearly not a Red Sox fan. If you're fan. from out of town, they're going to be the meanest people you'll ever meet. But if you are a Red Sox fan, it's like your brothers. Part of the thing about going to a Red Sox game as a Red Sox fan is your job as a fan is to heckle fans of the other team. Yeah, that's it's why you're It's an unwritten there. rule. So that's why she's a fraud. That's what I'm saying. So this week I was with my friends in the Cape and we were watching the Red Sox. And now I'm like, the Red Sox, whatever. They're missing out on life. Losers. And, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I explained to them that what you have to do if you're in the front seat of a Red Sox game. And mind you, they're never, ever going to be in the front seat of a Red Sox game unless, I don't know, it's some press some boss one day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But this is what you do. You know, the Yankee players coming up to catch a foul ball. You own the spot you bought the, uh, rental of this spot you stand your ass up and you do not let said player come in my dad always said you know you pour your beer on him <laughs> I, we, we're not gonna go there i'm not Throw gonna your condone that <laughs> i'm not gonna condone that but maybe just nba charge it just you know cover cover yourself up protect yourself and you know who would who's the upper judge it'll hurt a little bit it'll hurt all of us I mean, he's probably. a big guy he's Aaron a wide judge guy to, he is a wide a man <laughs> but you stand up there and you stand just like this and you do not let him come in and if you really like it you hold your pizza out so oh I just your nachos his, i just happened to get his uniform dirty for the rest of the seventh oh, inning damn there's mustard on aaron <laughs> oh, jersey but, yeah, oh what a man, shame what a shame oh um Sorry, i'd was, also yeah. I, so yeah, yeah there was a tweet um i'm not done with this tiktok okay continue <laughs> So, this guy, guy, am I right? I have a bone to pick with this TikTok. So, yeah, the people are nice if you're a Red Sox fan. Um, Are the Red Sox good? No. What? We're the best team in the the 21st century. We have the most World Series rings in the 21st century. Bro, it's TikTok. You think she's going to change the plastered audio that she has to copy? You really think she's going to put it? She should should delete the video. She should delete the video. It's an embarrassment. She should delete it. She's wrong. <laughs> Incorrect. Fair, I don't want to insult her TikTok effort because my TikTok can. I want to insult her TikTok effort. Well, you have more followers than her. You're more TikTok famous than her. I, I mean, stay humble, my guy. My fifty, <laughs> fo- my fifty followers are my family, and I do not count them just as numbers. Stay humble. <laughs> stay my humble, guy. my guy. 
<laughs> are the Red Sox good? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, that would They're be good. wrong. Yeah. You're they just expecting effort when you shouldn't be expecting effort, is all I'm saying. Jason is so flabbergasted. Just do better. Just That's all I got for you. Do better. Right. None of that's correct, and you're wrong. Fair enough. Just delete your TikTok. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, let's get to the questions. While we're pulling up the questions, I wanted to mention a tweet by uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Jared, uh, Jerry Slapshots. He posted a picture of Luke Voigt and said that Luke Voigt is the most Yankees player I of all that. time. That's facts. Uh, I agree. Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner. The Gar- state trooper Mine himself. changed. Brett Gardner is- Caillou. Bird. What's <laughs> his name? Caillou. Something Bird? Greg Bird? Greg Bird is another example of another Greg Bird, typical yeah. Yankee. Just the kind of guy that you want to punch Voigt's in the face. Luke up there, but I think, I think Gardner is a great I, I, You want to punch him in the face. I will never forget Garrett. Going off on Luke Voigt. I hate, I hate that guy. Whatever. I, maybe. Yeah. I don't All right. Hate him as a person. Hey, did you time. wait? Did you see Luke Voigt, Voigt in that car commercial where he's like driving like the Mercedes or like the Lincoln or something? And he's like, it's a big league car for a big league guy or whatever. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I hate it. He's <laughs> like, like all dressed up. Bacon. He's, got, he's got his. <laughs> hair, he's got his hair slicked back. That's great. Oh, oh they're allowed to have hair. Barely. It's just like the little like like baby hair he's got on top. Like mm. Caillou again. <laughs> Uh, now it's time for GJ questions. Ah. Yeah, questions time. I can do that. Did you send them to me? I did send them to you. No way. Where's my phone at? Bang, bang. Jason Ward. And yeah. A girl, a girl trying to recruit me, a girl from high school trying to recruit me for a pyramid scheme. <laughs> I knew this was going to start happening. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think it would be I've one gotten year. some of those, I too. I've gotten one year, year out of high school. So many of them. The pyramid scheme. So many of them. It's insane. I don't want to sell Cutco, bro. I've gotten three. I've gotten three DMs already. I don't need LuLaRoe in my life. I'm going to be real with you. Not LuLaRoe. Cutco, though. I didn't know they still existed. I know. Anyway. Will we see Hauk or Duran this year? Oh, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, Hulk probably because he just keeps coming up and down. Right now he's hurt, but that's fine. Jaron Duran, everyone's calling for him to come up. No, I don't know. I don't know. Here's honestly, the deal: he, he hit, he hits bombs. He but... hit a 480 foot homer and then a 474 foot homer, and I'm pretty sure he went five for five in that game too. With a double, with a double, some RBIs. You know he's pretty good. Um, he's already leading. I think he's leading the league in homers down there. But you see a guy doing that, you're like, get this guy the big league team. This guy's the real deal. Let's get. We gotta get him up here. Um, but his average is only 242. Here's the stat from Red Sox stats. Coming into today, Duran's average had dropped to 242, and his contact rate was down to a scary 63%. I don't know what that means, but he used the the adjective scary, so, <laughs> so that's I'm probably scared. not great. I'm I really scared. need to know what contact rate. Alex, you're the stats guy. At. Thoughts on that? Well, so. Obviously, I think 70, you don't know. Sixty-nine percent isn't <laughs> that me, bad. How bad is me, that? Sixty-three. Let me out speak. Of, <laughs> there's no. I'm gonna be real. Out of no all the you pitches know you get, you make contact. Sixty-three. You do not know contact percentage. Do not BS me. You do not know anything about contact percentage. You know what, Garrett? Pretend. I know more. I know more about contact that's percentage facts, than you. Right. That's well, that's so, yeah. That's so facts. let's. T- so I think what he's taught. I think what Red Sox stats, uh, bless him, is talking about is swinging contact. No oh, way. when you swing, swing and you make contact, contact, yes, that will make sense. So if he's that's almost yeah, half but what's then. good and what's bad? I don't know. I'm sure so, that's better than no, like. But like, let's so most people. Swing, I don't know. If you oh, swing and so whiff, scary. I don't know. Swing, he said scary. If you swing and whiff at a third of the pitches that you're swinging at, uh, is that good? Okay, that yeah. does sound bad. No, no it sounds that's bad the when majority. You like that. still you're making contact with the, the majority. majority. If you yeah, eat, but he's fifty one percent poop and fifty percent skittles. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, still the majority. Let, let me let me continue. <laughs> but but when you pair that with a two, that's a quote. <laughs> 
But when you pair that with a 242 <laughs> average, if he's only putting the ball in play with contact and getting on base or getting oh my god, twenty four percent of the time. Sorry, yeah. Twenty four, really good point. Two forty two. His average is two forty two. Oh, yep. So he's not hitting the ball thirty seven percent of the time, and he's only getting on base twenty four percent of the time. That means the rest of his contacted swings are outs, which is. But I the other see. ones are hit four hundred eighty feet over the bleachers. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but he's getting out forty percent of the time, or he's not making contact thirty seven percent. You ever of the hear time. that video where it's like a? I don't know what it is, and I, I apologize if you do, and anyone listening if you do. It's like some MMA wrestling thing. It's like you think Slow Mojo can beat me? Well, he's a fifty percent chance of beating me, and you you had what's his face in the mix? Now he only has a thirty three percent chance, but I have a two thirds chance of beating Slow Mojo. So you had the two thirds chance back to my fifty percent chance. You get ninety. You've never seen this? No, but that's basically what I just. Oh, it's heard. hilarious. Yeah, it's so yeah. funny. Um, that's a lot of stats <laughs> for you, but uh, I'm just going to go with stats that it's scary. Red Sox stats that it's scary, so I'm scared, um, and I'm going to listen to him. But he also said, <laughs> this is right. There's no reason to rush him up. Rush him up. You can smooth out the kinks, and he's been hitting like there's- crazy homers and has these eye-opening plays, but there's a lot of stuff that you don't see, which is probably what he's talking about in this tweet and what Alex just said. So don't rush him. He can smooth those out, and we still have a loaded outfield. You still have... A ton of outfielders. You got Kike, Verdugo, JD can play outfield. Uh, Renfro, Santana can play outfield now. JD can play outfield. Manifest yeah. it. JD yeah. can. He can. He can play outfield. <laughs> there is yeah. no. There is no reason to make Jaron Duran the next Michael Chavis. Right or uh, Andrew Bantendi. We like we named all the guys last week. You don't need to rush him. There's no need to rush him. It's not like we have a whole desperately needing him yes he can probably make our team better but at what cost you want him to be good long term not good for like a crazy few games when he first comes up like Chavis that's, that's not what we need that's facts. so that's to answer facts. your question whoever asked that we probably will see him this year but I, I don't think it's going to be until later in the season that could be a September call-up and for not that long but we the point is we could see him but I don't think we're going to see him in a high leverage like you're going to be the starter you're up now save us type or a thing. piece that's gonna like add on and take yeah. his team over the edge. not a piece that we're gonna count on but we could yeah. see him at yeah. some point count, just count to get, to get his feet it. wet something yeah. like that yeah um same thing about duran um what's up with verdugo's injury is he okay or what uh doing? he hurt his hamstring and then alex core decided to have him run the bases <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah clearly he's not that bad verdugo's then. been having some on and off injuries this season he had the back thing he's got the hamstring thing that's a little concerning but so far it hasn't really impacted him so I don't know. I would be more concerned if we didn't have such a deep outfield, but we do. Yeah. So like, I'm not that worried about I agree it. With that. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. Just, Verdugo just, did go three for three before exactly, he left the game. Yeah. So and we can afford a little bit of caution. Just a little yeah. bit of caution. A little bit of an injury. It's, a little bit of caution. Early, it's early in the year. marathon, there's no, not there's a sprint. No, there's no need to put it's that marathon, pressure. not a sprint. Um, what are our biggest concerns? Despite being in this great position, we are. I mean, it's that eighth inning guy. It's the say. eighth yeah. inning guy. High leverage. Yeah, high leverage. High pitching. leverage. But I feel like that's yeah. been a problem for us every single. It's that year. high leverage it's six, six seven, eight. Always that's a all problem. It is, is the so if we can actually like, solve um, that problem, that'd be cool. I'd also just you know I think obviously we t- we went pretty in depth on Era, but he just we just yeah that's him to, that's a concern to work on some of his mechanics. Um, I think that Franchi either has to figure it out or get going. I, I don't yep, think there's. I agree. We're starting to get to cut the point. Cut bait or figure it out. I'm yeah, we're you. starting to get to that point. Cut bait or figure it out. Like as we're soon, deep into May now, so if he can't figure it out by June, we're done. In my mind, if Hauk comes back and is healthy, and gets in rehabs in Worcester, and Franchi hasn't figured it out, 
he's gone. Disagree. Houck's back up. No. I Houck needs I think, starts. I think and he's he not going to get him up here. He needs starts whether they're in AAA. I would rather have him yeah, be yeah, a bullpen yeah, guy. Right not, when he, not when he's young. Again, it's the same thing with Duran. Like we don't need to rush him. We need him long term. Like he's going to be a starter do, in the do, future. Do we have anybody down in AAA that we could bring up for? Put oh Workman, bring Workman. Workman. Up. Yeah, Caleb work. Ort too, who we talked about. We oh, discovered the Ortman. Ortmeal. We discovered <laughs> he <Ort> was. <laughs> we discovered he's the Woo Sox closer, and he's been great. And Orts they've started and been talking bars. about him. No, we don't need to remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> they've been talking about him, so he he could come up too. So I don't think Hoke is needed in the bullpen. The and other thing is, it's just yearly positional. You know these manager guys, these you know manager guys. You know the the players who are not on the team. They're thinking next year. They're thinking the year after. We know where yeah. we are as a team. And Heim Bloom is the biggest forward thinker there is. We are good. His mind is in twenty thirty, and you don't need to do anything stupid that could risk these players. And the thing yeah. is, maybe next year. I think next year we're in a position where you're begging to get those guys up. You're. Well, yeah, maybe not next year because year they after. might be ready. Then point still stands. Could be ready. Could also be in more of a position to win a championship than we are right now. It's not like we're all going to go. I don't know. I think this. I think we're okay. Optimism is kind of something I've been wanting to say. You to don't want to take the, the cookies out of the oven before they're done. Exactly. And you don't have any reason to right now. You don't. Listen, you don't want to take the and you don't want to take them out too. Like you don't want you want to let them cool too. You don't want to oh, burn yeah. your hands before yeah. they're like. You gotta Guys, let I'm cool. going to be with you. I'm so bad at baking anything. I can't keep up with this analogy. I'm well, horrible. Uh, I don't know anything I feel about like, baking. I feel like we didn't go that deep into baking. Yeah. Like, we <laughs> <get> lost. Listen <laughs> to me. Listen to me. You say let them cool down. What does that mean? Because they look cool and you press them down and then all of a sudden, wow, now my finger's through the cookie. Because it's not cool. Like, So that's even more complicated than... What are you than talking about? Cookies are complicated. I don't like your stupid analogies cookies about are complicated. baking because I hate, I hate baking. Okay. Next question. Sorry. Yeah. That made me mad though. Um... This is a good one. Which Red Sox player would be the best hockey player in On theme our of team? the Bruins? You gotta go size, JD. Wideness? <laughs> wideness. In terms of wideness? Hockey players are wide, JD most just of them. doesn't seem athletic, though. No, JD is too slow, I think. He would trip so much. You just need to... Uh, I I think Chris Sale would be mean on the ice. Bro, Chris he would get broken. No, I know, but not he's gonna be able. He to would move get snapped like in half. No, you need someone who needs to be able to move on the ice. It's a Forward, different no, no, no. athletic way of moving. That, it's like even guys like Bogarts. I feel Vasquez like would be weird. as a goalie. Oh, <laughs> that's a good True. one. That's clear. That's actually good. He's got natural skills. Yeah, okay, that's there's a, your pick. Very simple answer there. I have a different one. What do you got? Uh either Hunter Renfro or Franchi Cordero. I think Hunter Renfro is your defenseman type Renfro, guy. Renfro, yeah, real clear. Because he's wide. <laughs> he's wide. He's wide. He's more, he's more smooth than Big, a guy like JD. He's strong. He's kind of quick, too. Yeah. So there you go. That's my pick, Hunter right. Renfro. Well, I think the Bruins specifically need someone to fight someone. Hunter Renfro. Joe Kelly. <laughs> big enough to at least stand yeah. in there. Compared to hockey players, Hunter yeah. Renfro really ain't nah, No, see, that, the Bruins but. were going to get into fights, but the Capitals are all just kind of babies. Bro, the Bruins Capitals had some beef. We yeah. had some beef. They it was some fun. Dumb fights. Some beef. Some little, like, stuff that was lame. Marshan. He called me a bad much. word. I'm gonna push him. It was a little lame. At some points. Yeah. Some stuff was cool. Which is a very baseball fight type thing. But yeah, yeah. I feel like Renfro is <laughs> a great position. Renfro's Renfro. a great. Renfro's my guy too. Yeah. I hate copying you, but he's good. It's okay. Erod and P- <laughs> what? Erod and Pavetta hate the shift. True. Are you telling us or asking? Uh, like, is it like? P- Erod and Pavetta hate, hate the, the shift. I hate the shift. True. I'll tell you that much. You hate the shit just on principle? Listen, yeah. The, the re- number of times that a ball goes right up the middle and into someone's glove is really annoying Would offensively. You, and yeah. then the number of times where we're shifted to the left and they hit it to the right and it's a hit when it shouldn't have been, when it, it should go right to the second baseman, but the second baseman isn't there. This I reminds, hate it. That reminds Shifts me are stupid. That reminds me of something. Because it is annoying in baseball to see a hit go directly up that used to where be someone used Where someone should be, yeah. 
I think we need or complete that, yeah. revamping of camera angles in the NFL and the MLB. I think in the MLB, you should be able to see where the balls hit at all points. And I think in the NFL, the whole watch the quarterback until the quarterback throws a ball to a receiver where you have no idea where he is yeah, is that's the true. worst thing ever. And yeah. I would much rather have a camera angle where I can see receivers do what receivers do. Right. I don't want to watch Either Kirk way, Cousins dance around the pocket and then yeah, throw, a bomb up, throw a bomb up to Justin Jefferson. To I no one. See, and you I see land. See, I want to see Justin Jefferson put someone on his butt yeah. And burn them. Baseball, too, is just better. It's more fun to watch two people run towards the ball than just watch. Uh, I don't know. And then the cameramen, like, suck these days anyways. Everything's like a homer in their eyes. They got the camera going way up into, like, there's the third deck and it's failed, a pop-out. There's been some failed cameramen moments recently. Yeah. Just some pretty bad ones. People getting faked out. I hate when yeah. cameramen get faked out. Whatever. I guess it makes sense. They're human, too. Yeah. I, I mean, A little yeah. bit mini rant there. But I would love to be able to see baseballs being actually hit instead of just this magical idea of batter hits the ball oh where's it gonna go it's sort of the right field <laughs> yeah i don't for know real. that's just a complaint i have do you think kyle hendricks and craig kimbrell could be a deal the socks do what why are you whispering kimbrell why are you whispering wait i read craig kimbrell i don't know it's a strange person to think about right him. now i don't want dirty i don't craig want back. i mean he's, he's uh, uh nah, he's, we're, he's that, that that chapter has been uh read he's something <laughs> written written he's something read really. no Let's it was see. written and then you read it it's been read. It's done. We read it. It's written. Books it back was, on the shelf. It was written. It was finished. It was completed. It was written, but then someone has to read it, and it's we read it. And I already read it, and I'm tired of reading it anymore, and I don't want to read it anymore. It's like Harry Potter. I've read it for six times already. I don't want to read it. Yeah. Books I are hate stupid. Harry Potter. Either way, the Vooch, I love you. Thank you. I my, hope my, my questions man. were all right. He complimented GJ questions. What did he say? He said, if GJ questions is on this episode, we riot. Well, well the Vooch, we got good you, news for you. You got DJ you, the questions. I'm no, doing my best here. out here in the world. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, do, do you think we can win the division? Mm, I think we can. Yeah, we definitely Obviously, can. We're right Anything's there, possible. bro. Confidence, homie. Come on now. Confidence. Do I think we will? I don't know. Hopefully. Um, we should make the playoffs. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be mad barring like a make the Barring like a lot of injuries. It's May. Yeah. It it's May. It we're, is, on, uh, we're on Atlanta. We're relaxing. Don't worry about it. Ron's <laughs> okay, Bill Belichick. Yeah. Is this the E-Rod we're going to see for a while? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to change he's, his appearance. He's a stubborn guy. You're the worst. <laughs> he's probably not going to get a haircut. I need a haircut. Yeah, you do. Um, he's probably not going to... I figured that was relevant. <laughs> You look like Brock Holt when he had like the hair that looked, made him look like Lord Farquaad. I think you guys yeah, you need look, to understand. You look like Lord I think you need to understand that I don't like how I look in glasses ever, and you should stop it. We're talking about I'm your hair, not your glasses. Well, when you start insulting everything, I get a little sad. I get a little sensitive. All right, Jason Ward, I don't need you going at me. Just kidding. We're fine. <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys. <laughs> and more Erod. <laughs> <laughs> Erod sucks. Is the whole reading of these questions? Yeah, I mean that's great. kind of the theme here today. I Erod, you know, I just bad. don't repeat them all. I mean, I had it in my topics. Erod, bad question. Yeah, Franchi, so. back, bounce back or just a face? He hit one <laughs> homer. Relax, everybody. <laughs> Seriously, it's that, it's that sense. As soon as the day comes where he's about to get sent out, someone's gonna get sent down, and they're gonna choose between someone like Chavis. I don't know. Anyway, Franchi? he's gonna get that sixth sense. He's gonna hit another dinger. He has it. I know he does. Franchi hit one homer, and everyone's like, he's here! Franchi is here! The franchise has arrived! <laughs> it is time! <laughs> Calm down, everybody. Like, anybody can hit a homer 470 feet. Jaron Duran did it twice. So. Anybody can hit a homer 427 yeah, didn't, feet? Didn't you know anybody. Jason Ward can do that? Jason hey, Ward you know who hit a homer dingers? 470 feet? Jackie Bradley Jr., all right, I'm getting to see your point a little bit. Yeah, stand corrected. Yeah, I think I remember that. Everyone, also, calm down. Franchi's um, still bad. He's still batting 179. So chill. 
today. <laughs> also, special shout out to the boy Hanley Ramirez. It's been three years since you left us. Just randomly, he's like, "We'll be back in three days." Thank he God, was not you're back. Go- Thank God, you're gone. Wait, what? Hold on, let me find the audio. He was like coming out of Fenway Park before the road trip. He's like, "I'll be back in three days," and then he got cut and didn't come back. Yeah. Was this years ago? Really? Yeah, three, I don't remember this. Ago. That's so funny. Yeah, it was in 2018, which is funny because everyone forgets that he was on that team. Yeah, very at the very well, beginning. He was barely on it. He wasn't that bad. He though. was batting third for us. I remember. I was so surprised. I think I was on a beach. When I think about it, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> nah, don't worry about it. Either way, um, what do we do with Arroyo? Arroyo, oh my Arroyo. God. DJ questions needs to learn <laughs> how to speak. Arroyo is just gonna be do the He'll same play thing. Play as good as Alex. Just one do, sec. Yeah. Alex, pause for a second. Everyone, ignore me. All right, now listen. What are we doing with Arroyo? Oh, <laughs> God dang it. How do you mess it up again? What are we doing with Arroyo? <laughs> do you know how to say it, Garrett? Say it, just say it by itself. What are we doing Take with four. Arroyo? Yeah. That rolling R is so hard for me. Rolling R? It's Arroyo. Arroyo. It's just an Arroyo. R. It's how the letter R works. Arroyo? Arroyo. Arroyo. Roy. O. Why are there two R's? Because that's how he spells his name. Well, he should change it. You have two R's in your name. <laughs> that's the best way to spell it. Garrett. You, you don't struggle with that, Garrett. Gar- gar- <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, he'll just do what he did before. It's not. It's fine. Is Danny Santana daddy? <laughs> he gave an emoji. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that, I bet that uh, sounds no, he's great. Not, he's not I bet that daddy, sounds real good. Santa. I bet that sounds real good to the people who heard that. Oh, audio yeah. Little um, little. I didn't realize how insane he was. Like, yeah. In that, well, first of all, like right now, he's insane. But his last major league season, um, or 2020, when is it? 2019. He batted 283 with 28 homers and 81 RBIs and uh, 857 OPS. Like, I didn't realize he was that insane. I always thought he was just kind of like a fringe utility player. Keep him up. But he's send. pretty good. Send he's already up. Franchi down. He's here. Why? He's Danny Santana's currently up. Why do we need to send someone down? That's a good point. I, I was, <laughs> Jared just I've wants won. to get rid of Franchi. No, yeah, I don't I'm, blame him though. I'm one roster spot off in my head because that we sent Javis down today. So yeah. that's, that makes sense to me. I'm just yeah. a little fly. Okay. Next. Well, that's all the questions. All right. Well, I, there was just a lot of Erod questions. I figured we wouldn't want to just. Yeah, yeah we went. Over yeah. Erod. We, but uh, that's the we thing. went he's over the him heavily. Story. It's very odd that he is doing what he's doing, but. That's how it goes these days, I guess, in the volatile world we live in. Stuff goes right, stuff goes wrong. You never really know which one it's going to be. <laughs> Sorry, Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fancy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $10,000 guaranteed in prizes weekly and has awarded over $3 million. Use promo code DUGOUTPOD, that's D-U-G-O-U-T-P-O-D, when you sign up today and you will receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. That was a long one. Some days be good, some days be bad. Tomorrow could be the best day of your life with Thrive Fantasy Sports, baby. Making millionaires. That's how it be in these worlds. You know? What? Are you okay? (laughs) I'm fine. I'm okay. Just, All right. Um, DJ questions. You let the horse out of its <laughs> out of its uh, stable. <laughs>
That's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, quick update on the power rankings this week. The Red Sox are still number two. Um, just right. keep, please put us lower, please. Behind who? The, behind the Padres, which is fine. Padres? Gotcha. Put the Rays what, above yeah, the us. The Rays are below the Yankees. Where's LA? Where's the Dodgers? Uh, fourth. Yeah, that's, that's White Sox are third. Um, I don't want to get into this that much. We can get into it at a different time. I just want to say real quick, Tony LaRussa, I hate you. Yeah, what a weird, Um, what a loser. How is he still the manager? I don't know. I have no idea. Lance Lynn is like... My my guess is that the GM knew he was getting this with them, and it just kind of... It was a weird hiring from the beginning. My guess is just they were like, oh, we expected this. The dude's way too old to be managing a baseball team. I think the team just expected him to say stuff like that, and they're fine with it because they were like, they just sat there in whatever board meeting it was, and they're like, he's going to say things. We're going to have to be okay with it, and we're going to give him this much slack. Yeah, I mean, the fact that Tim Anderson's on that team, I find hilarious. Just the conversation between those two, I bet would be so funny. (laughs) I don't know how... They walk into the clubhouse every day, see Tony La Russa, and like just get along and be like, "Yeah, this guy's in charge of me. That's fine." Especially when everything you ever hear is so negative towards your team because the guy's making decisions that he could just simply just you know shut his mouth. Yeah, and when the and, manager- or direct stuff against players, which blew your my own mind. players. The players on your team. I don't think we need to say anything about it. To be totally honest. Yeah, I think, I think it's been said brain, so much. You just Everyone. have to read, read the quote. Yeah, In conclusion, exactly. read the quote. <laughs> Everyone's had their takes on it. There's all really, anyone's yeah. talked about. It's been talked about enough. I just want to say, Tony LaRusso, I hate you as well. So Big stuff in baseball worth mentioning, for real. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Braves coming up. That'll be cool. Uh, anything else we got? I don't think so. That was all the stuff so. I wanted to touch yeah. on. Okay. Um, well, go Sox. Go Bruins. Don't care about the Celtics. Definitely um, go Bruins. Biggest yeah. chance we have at a title over this year. Hype yeah. It. Hype it. Hype yeah. It. Chalk it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we got the David Pasternak jersey back there. Saw that. Nice addition. Yeah, thank Good you. Um, yeah, so that'll do it for this week. We got some great content coming up for you guys this summer. Plenty of stuff going on, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but until then, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.